The Forum at 8 on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Well, it's that time for the Forum at 8 this morning. And today we're looking at uh, maybe an issue that we really dread at this time of the year. Because what we're thinking right now is uh, spending, spending, spending. It's that time of the year where we're constantly thinking of uh, what to actually uh, do with ourselves and our money. But today we want to turn things around. We want to look at possible uh, pointers for how you might improve your uh, personal finances. We'll be discussing everything that has to do with managing your debt, how to plan for the year ahead, what to do to avoid drowning in debt, and the relationship between consumers and debt collections. Hey, give us your thoughts because we want to hear from you. I know it's a big challenge, especially at the season of January because uh, we have to now thinking about uh, children going back to school. You have to be thinking about uh, refinancing yourself uh, after spending so much money and then getting back to work. So you have to find what's left of your budget. So give us your thoughts. We want to hear from you. 0891104208 is our line that you can call us in. And you can also SMS us on 34701. Go to our Twitter handle and give us your thoughts on 34701. And uh, you can, uh, no, that's our SMS 34701. You can tweet us at AM Live on SAFM. That's the handle at AM Live on SAFM. Or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM. We've got Takani Mabasa who is uh, here with us and uh, He's joining us. Uh, he's the registrar of uh, the legal division at the Council for uh, Debt Collectors. Uh, uh, Takane, you are the guys that actually we want to avoid most of the time. So I'm not sure if we want to hear you right now. But I think this is a great conversation because most people find themselves where planning at this time of the year is actually in the peripheries of their mind. It's the last thing they want to think about at this time of the year. Just tell us a little bit about consumerism at this time of the year and how it affects us as uh, normal consumers. Thank you very much and good morning to the listeners at home and everywhere. Uh, You know, that is a problem in South Africa. So now the consumers are spending what we call plastic money is what we have. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by plastic money? (laughs) Credit, credit, credit. And then comes January, they don't have money for school fees, they don't have money, mm. even for a bond. They they are owing rates, a mm. uh, lot of things. And they go hiding for these debts, and then the creditors or service providers will want their money back. Mm. So that is what the consumers should be careful of. So I, outside there, consumers should mm. spend responsibly. Mm. Uh, you shouldn't spend something which you don't have. That is why I say plastic money, because... Mm. It disappears mm. and then at the end of the day you have to pay a lot you pay interest as well and if it's handed for collection you pay even the legal fees mm. so it's it is bad um, consumers have to live within their means mm. now that's a very difficult thing to say because right now the commercialization of this particular season from Christmas to New Year's Eve is all about actually having a good time and it's very difficult for people to consolidate that and actually say, no, I'm not going to spend a lot. I'm actually going to stay away from uh, drinking or or spending too much time on my uh, my money, on my kids and on holidays or so. Uh, But how important are actually planning around this particular period and making sure you stick to that budget the most important thing is to know your income uh, your expenses your responsibilities as well uh, you shouldn't live under pressure because uh, your peers or someone your friend have this and you don't have this mm. and your your neighbor's children have this and then you don't have this mm. so you have to live within what you earn Everyone is rich. The salary you get is enough for your life. But <laughs> but I don't think everyone believes that. <laughs> it's about how you manage it. Remember, our mm. our fathers those days, they, they used to have several wives mm. and small salary mm. could let the, the big family uh, survive. Mm. But these days, a person earns, once he earns he earn a, a high salary, you have a lot of debts. Mm. That is a problem we have today. Mm. You have you have you have people who are earning good salaries. Mm. They go for big debts. 
instead of them saving and then get those things uh, cash. Mm. Now, let's come back to the issue that we're talking about today, which is uh, financial planning. What are we talking about when we speak about uh, financial planning? Uh, financial planning is very important to to individuals' life, um, especially for parents. Um, you have to look at uh, the expenses you have. Like you have to pay for for your bond. You have to pay school fees. You have food. Uh, you must have other activities in the house. You don't just spend because people are spending or there's a new shop opened somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to plan. You go for credit. I'm, I'm not saying people should not go for credit, but it must be a responsible credit. Mm-hmm. You don't just go for credit because you can qualify for that credit mm-hmm. or you can able to pay it. At the end of the day, it's going to have negative effect uh, when you want credit, which is very important to assist you in your life. Mm. Now, let's go back to that issue of, of the planning itself. What are the processes behind planning financially for, for the year? Because we're projecting now into 2017. What could be the key points? Because sometimes people just don't know where to start. Um, people plan very badly um, because of um, living standard. I understand the socioeconomic challenges in South Africa. It's... Um, it's not equal, uh, but we want to be equal to those who are having more. So planning is very important. Yeah. What you receive, what, what you have during the year of 2016, yeah. you can plan for the year 2017. Uh, if you cannot able to plan that, you're going to have a bad year. Uh, you're going to have debt collectors knocking at your door. You're going to have attorneys <laughs> sending you letters. Oh, we hate those. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have traces uh, and the sheriff of the court mm. coming to attach your motor vehicle. So you have to plan. You must make sure that all your debts for this month, it's very important, mm. for this month mm. are paid. Then in January, you'll have good planning for 2017. But if your debts are not paid, remember... The, the credit provider will call you, mm-hmm. uh, and then you, you're at default, remember? Mm-hmm. Or you already handed to debt collectors. Debt oh. collectors will call you, mm-hmm. or attorneys will call you. Then you have to pay. You, you pay legal fees further. Mm-hmm. So now you're at default, and let's take your five accounts at default, then you're in trouble. Mm. Well, uh, we want to hear your thoughts, so do uh, give us your call. Maybe you have challenges at this uh, time of the year, especially projecting into 2017, which is the coming year. Give us a call on 8891 or you can uh, send us your SMSs on 34701 and uh, Facebook us uh, on AM Live on SAFM. Our Twitter handles of the same name as well, live on SAFM. So how do you actually get assistance in terms of financial planning? Because uh, we're not very much of a very financial literate country. We don't have that financial literacy, especially when it comes to personal management of our finances. So in terms of getting assistance, uh, Dekani, where do we start? Um, There are a lot of institutions in South Africa which can assist in financial planning. Um, I don't know if it's ignorance of our people. Mm-hmm. We have those resources. Uh, we have National Credit Regulator. National Regula- uh, Credit Regulator have an uh, education department. They offer all always uh, educating the nation about planning um, of their finances, uh, when they are over-indebted, what they will do, they have to do, and then where to look for credit and what kind of a credit they should look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have... Um, Ourselves, the council for debt collectors, when people are, um, are handed over to debt collectors, mm-hmm. they they have to come to us, um, not for us to assist them in paying their debts, but <laughs> <laughs> when they're being, uh, their rights are being compromised by debt collectors mm-hmm. or they're being harassed, something like that, mm-hmm. we intervene and assist. Uh, we have law society as well. It's there to deal with the conduct of um, of of attorneys whenever they, they are handed over to attorneys. Mm. So we have those institutions which mm. assist and then there is education always uh, to the consumers as to what to know 
on spending mm. and what to know if they are handed over or they are over indebted. Mm. You know, speaking about uh, debt, you know, sometimes when I think about the issue of debt, I don't know if we understand the definitions of what debt is um, because sometimes we think that uh, debt is uh, owing my car, it's owing my electricity, it's mm. owing my uh, bond but and people stick to those definitions of what debt is and uh, sometimes they don't understand that more additional cost to your lifestyle actually is where things actually go down the drain. Yeah, you see um if a consumer enters in an agreement, like a credit agreement, you have to honor that agreement. Mm. It's a contract. It's binding. It's binding between uh, you and the credit provider. Mm. If the credit provider does not fulfill in terms of the agreement, you also have a right to <laughs> <laughs> to take it further. Mm. And the credit provider, if you don't fulfill, you also have to, uh, they also have to, to enforce their rights. Mm. So, you know, when it's handed for collection, you you pay more than what you have agreed. Uh, when when I read more m- most of the uh, credit agreement, you find that there is a, a clause which will indicate that uh, you will be liable. You agree you will be liable for legal cost if it happens a default. Mm-hmm. You are handed over for collection uh, by the attorneys or debt collectors. And I can tell you, if you are handed to an attorney, you cannot pay. The fees for the attorneys are very high. Mm. And that of the debt collectors, yes, they are kept, but uh, they're not that too much. So tell us a little bit about when you start seeing your your debts increasing, you start to feel that anxiety in, the, in, the, in your tummy, and you're like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm in trouble once again. What must be your first move? Where do you start managing uh, debt problems? Um, you see, there is... a program um in in terms of the national credit act mm. uh, people should when they are over indebted they cannot manage to pay that debt they have to to surrender themselves to debt review mm. uh debt review is whereby you apply mm. to debt counselors the debt counselors will apply to court uh, with all your creditors um that you pay what you can manage uh and it means that if you are under debt, if the court gives the order that you pay under debt review, it means that you can, you cannot able to obtain another debt until you finish uh, that program. Mm-hmm. And, and and so that relationship between your 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 data and yourself, how do you actually deal with that? I know that uh, people sometimes speak about. An, an open communication uh, system whereby if you can't make payments, you need to communicate to the people that you do owe and try to come up with uh, an agreement of, of some sort. I know that people don't do that. They just leave it and they just keep on going on with, with their lives. So, of course, um, if if you find that you in, in January, <laughs> you cannot, or this December, you fail to pay your account, it's very important to communicate that to the credit provider and say, look, um, I failed to honor my agreement. Let's come to arrangement. Um, most of the credit providers, they understand if it's once. They understand that, look, uh, this person had a challenge or he went on holiday to Cape Town and child then tell money. And then they, they will enter into a rearrangement of paying the, 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 this debt. And mm. with, with, you know, with no one uh, suffering costs like that, mm. you pay the same amount, but you, you make arrangement. But people do this, they avoid, they say, ah, I will see next, 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 next month. What happens is, at the credit bureau, you must know any movement which you do when you make payment. At the credit bureau, it will say slow pair. And then when you look for, let's say you're paying for a car and now you're looking for a house, mm. then you apply for a bond now. They say this is a, low, it's a slow payer. Mm. How are we going to fund him? He's not going to pay our money as we agree. Mm. So they decline your, your application. So people should be careful. If you can't pay this December, please go to the credit provider and say, look, 
let's let's enter into a rearrangement of this payment. Mm. I'm having a conversation here with the Registrar of the Legal Division at the Council for Debt Collectors, Dekani Mabasa. Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, what are the challenges in terms of, uh, uh, you know, financial planning, especially moving into the new year? Give us your thoughts. Remember, you can send us uh, your SMSs on 34701 or send us uh, your comments on our Twitter handle at AMLive on SAFM or on our Facebook page AMLive on SAFM. And, and another thing that also is for me a big challenge is uh, when challenges come, because sometimes when you have your finances, you, have, you can actually have a plan. But there are moments where there are emergencies that take place. You become ill, you get a car accident, or you have a baby that's on the way. How do you adjust to those challenges that actually are part of life? Uh, there are a lot of options available. Um, we just neglect them. Mm. Uh, when you enter into a debt, there is a credit insurance which you have to take. Um, like um, if you, you get retrenched, mm. those insurance can pay you that. Uh, we have life covers as well. They mm. are there. Uh, if we, we don't pay much for them every mm. month. Mm. But those incidents, when they come through, you, 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 you're able to pay. And then some of the things, uh, if it happens, you don't have those uh, credit um, insurances or you don't have anything to cover. You can um, communicate with the credit providers. Um, they will welcome. I have witnessed in uh, in my career where mm. you find that a person is unemployed for the entire year. Uh, the bank could not take the house because he was communicating and saying, I'm looking for a job. I don't have uh, any income. Mm. And then the bank keep continue continue to postpone this uh collection and then once he got the job he didn't even have areas mm. they continue mm. he continued paying the the the, the, sure, the board sure. so it's a matter of communication and being honest at some point mm. but our people don't, are not honest you mm. can, you can run but you can't hide from yourself mm. yeah. but, but also adjusting within that framework of your own own budget and getting uh, maybe different revenues of income. That's sometimes a, a big challenge for people. But how do people think outside of the box when it comes to, to their finances? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very critical for an individual to think about um, financial planning. You shouldn't just plan what you see today because you don't know what tomorrow I have. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to get the financial planner to assist you in play. You can earn so much, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you have nothing in your account. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very important you earn so much. Mm-hmm. You see, if you see those programs, you find people, let's say um, here in, in the SABC, mm-hmm. uh, some of our, my colleagues, educators, they mm-hmm. come here for financial planning. Uh, you ignore them. You don't go there. <laughs> you know, it's not good. It's better you go there and sit and listen. When you sit at home, that information will assist you to plan ahead. Mm. And But there's a bigger problem here, I think, uh, which is the fact that um, financial literacy is just not part of the culture of South Africa. We know that it's becoming an, an, a norm that South Africans are becoming more and more heavily indebted with interest rate hikes and we know that also the weak economy is also crippling households. But the fact that we never actually have a, a set up or a culture of financial literacy as, as in, a, in the country, how do you think we can change uh, the way maybe schools are teaching this or also how it's also being incorporated even within our employment structures. Yes, um, it, it is very important for families first. Mm. Uh, I ha- we have to teach our children how to save. Mm. Uh, you cannot say I want uh, Xbox because I, my classmate have <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> if daddy does not have money for Xbox, mm. he must understand daddy does not have money for Xbox. Mm. So, if we teach our children how to save, mm. then 
will teach the nation how to save. It is easy to save when we start with children at home and then they go to school. I, yes, I agree with you. We should have financial literacy from lower level at school sure. so that um, people should know what to end is for you to live. It's not for you to assist other people to get rich. Mm-hmm. So we want to ask you, our listener, what do you do to avoid drowning in debt and uh, how do you actually uh, deal with the relationship between consumers and uh, uh, debt collectors? Have you had also occasions where uh, your debt collector was not actually applying some of these uh, sentiments uh, that have been highlighted by Tekani? Yeah, give us your thoughts. You can uh, call us on 0891-104-208 or you can SMS us on 34701 or you can find us on our Twitter and Facebook on AM Live on SAFM. In terms of rights, do uh, uh, people who owe these uh, debt collectors have certain rights that they need to know? Do we as consumers have rights that we need to be aware of, especially in the process of debt collection? Okay, once your account is handed over for debt to, to debt collectors, what you have to know is, is that is this debt collector registered with the Council for Debt Collectors? Because the Council for Debt Collectors is a regulatory body for debt collectors in the country. Mm-hmm. If that debt collector is not registered, you are not supposed to pay. Mm-hmm. And that debt collector is committing a criminal offense. You cannot do debt collection if you are not registered yeah. with the Council for Debt Collectors. Uh, the consumers have uh, rights. Um, there is code of conduct. When debt collectors are communicating with any data mm-hmm. who's owing somebody, they have rights. Uh, and the debt collectors, following this code of conduct, they should make sure that they inform the data that their name, their registration with the council, which company are they working for, mm-hmm. and then on which behalf. On whose behalf are they collecting this debt for? If they don't do that, that is a misconduct. And another thing, they should not be contacted uh, during uh, holidays mm-hmm. and Sundays. Okay. Uh, and then the time, it should be between 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Unless if it's arranged, like um, let's say, like you, you work here, you say, I'm a, I'll, I'll be available at 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, just call me at 7. Then sure, there, sure. There, there, there's no... Um, misconduct there because it was arrangement or call me on Sunday mm. it, because that, that was an arrangement. And then they also have rights not to be harassed mm. or to be threatened or legal simulation. Like a debt collector will tell you like, um, I will list your car if you don't <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you don't pay there's no such thing you can list somebody's car where are you going to list the car so they can't, they can't threaten you yeah they can't threaten you yeah. with something which they are not going to do, to do okay. um they they are not supposed as well to to call your employer to say uh, so and so is owing money mm. but they can call your employer just to confirm employment mm. they cannot as well um call your spouse unless your spouse is involved in the application of that debt. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they cannot just call and say, look, so-and-so, mm. uh, your husband is owing money. <laughs> so sure, sure. They're not allowed to do that. They mm. cannot also list you at a credit bureau mm. without the information from their uh, client as to whether this uh, person owes a debt or not. Mm. But Remember, debt collectors have a right to call you because they have instruction to collect the debt. And also, the access to your bank account, are there also limitations on that as well in terms of debt collection? No one should uh, access your, 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 your bank account. Okay. okay. Debt collectors are not allowed to do that. Uh, people whom their accounts are being debited uh-huh. or deducted by debt collectors, it's because they entered into an agreement. Okay. Yes. And how does that agreement work? Uh, you give them. You say, okay, this is an arrangement. I will pay so much, deduct my, 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 my bank account, so and so. Mm-hmm. Then they will deduct it each and every month. They are not allowed to do that. If they do that, it's a misconduct. They can report to us. Then we can deal with that debt collector. And the relationship between the debt collector and uh, the over-indebted consumer, how should it actually work? Um. You see, unfortunately, the debt collectors are there to collect debt. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, but the situation where the debt, the data is over indebted, mm. debt collectors cannot assist the debt collect the data in, in in paying his debt. But mm. the data can inform a debt collector and say, "Look, I can't afford. Um, I'm I'm thinking of going debt review. So if he, he goes debt review, then the account will be paid via the process of debt review, not via the debt collection." AM live on SAFM. Yes, you are listening uh, to the Forum at 8 this morning with me, Benjamin Mushata. I'm standing in for Sakina Kamwendo. We're looking at how do you improve your personal finances and uh, we're discussing uh, also how do you manage your debt? How do you plan for the year ahead? How do you avoid drowning in debt and the relationship between consumers and uh, debt collectors? With us in our studio is uh, Tekani Mabasa, who is the registrar of the legal division at the Council for Debt Collectors. Uh, well, off, uh, we were speaking about the issue of uh, applications uh, online. Uh, are there some positives to that and negatives to that particular process, Tigani? Yeah, what, what you have realized recently, and it's a lot, and it can happen in January 2017, mm-hmm. uh, people are applying uh, credit online. It's a lot. Uh, there are companies who are offering uh, credit online. Actually, they don't, they don't offer credit by themselves, but they offer services of looking for credit for on your behalf. Wow. <laughs> what they do, you, you just open the page and then you put your, your, your personal particulars, mm. ID number, the, your net salary uh, address and their contact details. Mm. And at the bottom, there's a little box, mm. accept the terms and conditions. People just accept the terms and conditions, oh, and what happens later? They don't read the agreements yes, properly. Yeah. Yes, you find that that company is not offering a credit; it's mm. looking for credit for you. And those terms and conditions, for an example, they will say you pay uh, four hundred rand, four hundred and ninety-nine rand for the first month, and then for the next eleven months, mm. you pay ninety-nine rand, and that agreement is binding. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pay, they hand you for collection. So they look for credit for you. You don't qualify for anything. They they come back to you. They say, no, you don't qualify for for any credit. And then they want their money for the service. They render. Mm-hmm. And then now you come diving. And then they hand you to attorneys or debt collectors. Mm-hmm. And you see, you neglected to read mm-hmm. the terms and conditions. Remember, the, the agreement is binding. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if uh, we can uh, get some views coming up. We'll come back to that issue of uh, the online applications. We've got Andile from the Eastern Cape uh, joining us uh, uh, on the line. Andile, your thoughts on this conversation? Thanks. Uh, I just want an advice from Mr. Mabaso with regard to uh, my case. Mm. What, I'm, what I'm currently experiencing is that I'm having a situation where I'm accused that I bought a cell phone from a particular smart companies of cell phones. Mm. Now, when I wanted to have more information with regard to this, uh, I kept receiving calls from debt collectors. Mm. Then, uh, when I was making a follow-up uh, between 2017 and uh, December, mm. I was told that the case is already with uh, lawyers. Having this indicated that I'm prepared to pay this, but I want more information with regard to it. So I don't know whether he can assist me on this one or not. Mm, well, Tekan, do you have any questions you want to ask, yes. Andile? Um, I just want to know, uh, do you know if you have uh, this contract for, for, the, for the cell phone or not? I don't remember. Uh, okay, but I I am prepared to pay it. No, you can't pay something which you don't you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what you can do is, um, if it's a debt collector, you can call our office uh, at zero one two zero one two eight zero four zero one two eight zero four nine eight zero eight nine eight zero eight. Yes, you can ask at the legal department there. And then another thing, you have to get a complaint form. Uh, if you have access on the internet, get a complaint form from our website, which is um, uh, cfdc.org.za. Mm. Uh, or I will leave the particulars at the end of the program. Mm. Um, 
And then uh, when you get that complaint form, you complete it, you send it to us. We'll investigate the matter. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Andila. I hope that we were able to help you there. Let's look at that case before we go back to the online registration process. Uh, That's a very interesting case there because Mm. especially when it comes to ID forgery and I know people use some uh, very illegal ways of acquiring, um, uh, you know, goods and then attributing them to someone else. How do you look into that uh, in terms of uh, the legal aspects of it, especially uh, with your organization how do people actually uh, deal with that problem because sometimes it's difficult to prove that you're not this person uh, that bought this particular product yeah i know for consumers outside is uh, is very tough uh if they find that they, there's a fraud account opened against them and then they are contacted by debt collector they have to report it to us as soon as possible uh Debt collectors are not our enemies. They are our stakeholders. Okay. Uh, it's good that you say stakeholders because not a lot of people will say friends. Yeah. They are our stakeholders because uh, we regulate them. Mm. Uh, so we work together with them. Sure. So, But when they are wrong, we, we deal with them accordingly. Mm. So what they have to do, they report the matter to us. We'll investigate the matter together with the debt collector, this was a fraudulent account. Mm. And if it was, it have to be dealt with accordingly. Mm. So they have to report it to us. We'll deal with, with it. Well, if you have more questions uh, for Takane Amabasa, who is joining us from the Council for uh, Debt Collectors, give us uh, a call on uh, 0891-104-208, and you can send us your SMSs on 34701. Let's go back to that issue of online uh, application for debt. Another difficult thing for people that they don't understand when making these applications for finances is that uh, they need to also verify the organizations that they are uh, looking for help from. Yes, it's very important to verify the reputation of that uh, credit provider you're applying from. Mm. And you have to shop around. You you are not supposed to buy uh, to get credit from one uh, credit provider. There are a lot of credit providers. You can get uh, good products. You can get good interest Mm. as well. Um, But if you you know yourself, Mm. you know, people know themselves. They go Mm. to the wrong ones. Mm. the wrong ones which I'm talking about, the it's ones which are to get the, yeah, the uh, ones, money. The ones which are not complying with sure, the law. Sure, sure. And you know, they will screw you. Mm. Um they they will finish your money and their contracts and all that. We have seen mm. many mm. but for now, uh, I, I can say uh, our government is implementing a lot of legislations, many amendments mm. and then so that there's enforcement, there's a clean credit industry. But we still have a problem. Mm. Um the problem is the consumer. Mm. And and also in terms of uh, uh, the fact of, uh, you know, being transparent also with your finances when making applications, sometimes we as the consumers are not transparent enough in actually saying, this is what I owe, this is what I owe, this is what I owe. And sometimes <laughs> that's where we get it wrong with our finances. Yeah, you, you see, there you remind me of this, this uh there was a case, it mm. ended up in the constitutional court mm. about the Ganeshi orders, mm. uh, emolument attachment orders, mm. but for mm. the sake of consumers at home, I would mm. say Ganeshi orders. Mm. You know, what happened is, you find the consumer applying there, mm. he have got uh, five children, mm. he's married with five children. Mm. Mm. Then he, have, he says grocery, 50 rand. You know? <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and his salary was 3,800. Yeah. And this guy was applying for a credit of 8,000. Oh. He was not qualifying. But uh, thanks to the constitutional court now, it have cleared uh, many things which uh, deals with... Uh, Ganeshi orders as well. Well, we'll come back to that because I think we can unpack more. Let's get uh, Peter Se in Kartu in uh, Northern Cape. Peter Se, what are your thoughts on this conversation? Yeah, my thought is uh, sort of a question. You know, sure. sir, I want you to assist me because uh, there is this debt counselor that I joined earlier this year. Mm. Now, uh, for three creditors that I was supposed to pay off with them, now at the end of the day, by the then time when the uh, one creditor of which is the West Bank was supposed to come and repo my back, my vehicle, 
Now, at the end, when I contact the debt councillors, they say, no, they haven't listed the West Bank. Now, at the end of the day, to cut the long story short, I cancelled my that debt councillor and I continue with my creditors to pay them off. At the end of the day, now I'm listed with the debt councillor. I can't make any credit anywhere, much as I have cancelled this debt councillors. Now, I don't know what to do. Dukan, I'm sure you've got some questions there. Yeah. Um, I just want to know, how did you cancel this uh, uh, debt review? Did the, the In the debt form of a letter, yeah. They were I, supposed I, to go to, because it's a court order, they were supposed to go to court to confirm or give you a letter to say that uh, the court now confirms that you are out of debt review. Mm-hmm. Now you can qualify for, you can apply for credit if you want a credit. But if there is no such, then uh, your name will remain listed there. But what you can do for for the solution now is to, if you have that letter from the uh, debt counselor, you have to hand it to the credit uh, bureau which listed you and start disputing it and say, look, I'm out of that uh, debt uh, review. And then uh, they will take it from there. They will take it with the debt counselor so that you address the matter. Well, thank you, uh, Peter, sir, for giving us your time. That's Peter, sir, from the Northern Cape. Let's get Daniel Sass uh, from uh, Cape Town. Daniel, your thoughts? Hello. Hi, Daniel. Your thoughts? We can hear you very clearly. Can't you hear me very clearly? I can hear you. You're very clear, Daniel. Go ahead. Okay. I have a problem. I've had a contract with a southern company, Mm. and then um, I had a... Uh, I, I, there was a problem that they increased my account, they changed something on, on my account without my authorization. Then I tried to get the information and the proof because I knew I didn't authorize that change. Then I told them, if you do this to me, I'm not going to continue because they were withdrawing thousands of rands from my bank account. And then I returned the payments every time. And then they handed me over to a debt collector. I wrote letters to the debt collector and to the company and to the company because I handed that account over to another cell phone company. And now I'm sitting with a debt collector who wants to collect debt from me, which I'm not supposed to pay because I never authorized those expenses on my cell phone account. I'm quite willing to pay the amount of money on the contract. I said as long as they give me the benefits, which they haven't given me since the time that I started reversing those payments. What? is my position. How can I deal with this? Okay. Um, thank you, Daniel. You can call our office, the Council for Debt Collectors. Uh, the numbers... Uh, we'll, we'll relate the number a bit. Yes, and, later and the on. website. Yes. Sure, definitely. You can call our office. We'll assist you with the debt collector. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Daniel. Let me go to our SMSs and see what people are saying there. On our SMS, uh, we've got a message from uh, Jack Alberton. And uh, Jack says, me and my wife uh, prepay our school fees for the whole year and then start saving for the fees for the following year. It makes things easy. That sounds like a great mm, idea. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Wendy from Cape Town says, my favorite saying, the joys of Xmas quickly ebb uh, when bills fold you in January <laughs> and February. Uh, thank you for those thoughts that are, are coming in there. On our line, we've got John in East London. John, uh, your contribution to our program today? No, I just wanted to know. There's a friend of mine. Oh, well, John, I'm struggling with the line there. I don't know if you can move just a little bit for us so we can hear you just a little bit more clearly. But uh, go ahead, John, because I want to assist you because we want to help as many people as we can today. John, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, there. that's much better. That's much better. So I'm saying this is now in court, and uh, they are claiming 99,000 rand. I mean, 30,000 rand has just accumulated up to 99,000 rand within a year. Is that acceptable? Um, just give us a bit more information on the account itself, how uh, the debt was t- taking place, and just give us more information there. The guy, the guy borrowed thirty thousand rand. Okay. From 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 this person, I don't know whether this is a micro lender, official or not official, mm. and then they are claiming it now with interest. It's ninety nine thousand rand. It was thirty thousand rand in June last year. 
So a year later, it's ninety thousand rand. Is is, is that is ninety nine thousand? Does that sound not uh, uh, irregular? There. Um, very much. Huh? It sounds very much irregular. <laughs> your your thoughts, that can? It, it can sound irregular, but it's not impossible. Okay. Remember when the the matter is uh, is still online. Yes, it's still online. Yes, the matter when it's handed over to attorneys, they will charge you attorneys fees. Uh, in terms of the agreement, I, I'm talking on preemptions now. Uh, in terms of the agreement, the whole amount is due, including the interests. So I don't know what interest were 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 in terms of the agreement. It was thirty percent per month. You understand? Yeah, that's, that's a large number. Yes, thirty yeah. percent. Yo. Per month. Per month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. too much. I think the agreement. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. you have to approach the national credit regulator to see if that 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 credit agreement is in terms of the law, because yeah. uh, it can't be per month. It, mm-hmm. it, if it if it was uh, per annum, I will yeah, I will understand. That is not acceptable. Yeah. yeah, not 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 per month. Mm-hmm. No, you have to approach a national credit regulator. I'll I'll give the the, the contacts at the end of the program. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. That's John in East London. Uh, you know, that's that's another issue, how we also scrutinize uh, those agreements when we mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, studying accounts, whether it is a small uh, account at a retail store or it is a big uh, bond with, with your bank. It's, it's very mm-hmm. important to scrutinize. And I, I know even myself, I don't always scrutinize uh, the, the documents themselves, but it's so essential to get some form of advice, especially when it comes to big amounts. I think thirty thousand is a big an amount yeah, for, for you not to scrutinize because uh, they the contract. Are, they, they are the interests are regulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are regulations in terms of the National Credit Act. You cannot charge interest coming from your head. No. Okay. There is what we call credit score. Mm-hmm. So you score somebody in terms of their credit rate, rating. So if this person uh, rates so much, it, it cannot, uh, let's say they say for personal loan, is from 18% to 30% per annum, not mm-hmm. per month. Mm-hmm. So you rate this person in terms of their credit conduct, in terms of their credit profile where in, in, their, in, their, in their credit bureau. Mm-hmm. So you cannot just, just charge and say, look, uh, this one is too risky. Let me charge him 90%. No. Mm. Well, let's go to our Twitter uh, feed. Um, we've got one from Kleino, and uh, on our Twitter, Kleino says, I'm a registered debt collector, but usually our clients are afraid to confirm their ID over the phone. And I know uh, sometimes uh, people are very pendentic over their ID doc, uh, numbers and their personal details. How far should you go? Because I'm also very hesitant, especially when people start asking me about my bank accounts and issues like that. But I'm sure an ID uh, number is not something that uh, is uh, too, you should be too hasty about. You know, debt collection, it's, uh, it's, an, it's an occupation. It's not a profession. <laughs> <laughs> you see, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it it depends on how you handle your your consumers because themselves they should handle them as consumers they should mm-hmm. not handle them as debtors mm-hmm. because once they handle them as debtors is where they started to fight mm-hmm. but if you you are friendly towards them and say look you know you are owing this debt you have to pay and then I'm I'm sorry and so you have to first introduce yourself properly yeah. then this person will talk to you properly but if you just say you know the perception which people have about mm-hmm. that collectors mm-hmm. outside there. Then, what would be the response? Mm-hmm. So, introduce yourself properly. Mm-hmm. Then the people will go down and talk with you, and then they understand you want to help mm-hmm. them to able to pay this debt. Mm-hmm. Another area, Tikani, is uh, the interest rate. You know, <laughs> especially when you getting debt. How does that affect you? and um, paying back uh, that particular uh, maybe loan. And I know there's also some variance in, in that regard that can okay. affect you. All right. I will take on the side where once it's handed to the debt collection because that one of National Credit Act, it depends on the credit score. Sure. So if it's handed to a debt collector, remember a debt collector have a right to collect this debt, have a right to collect capital amount, mm. interests, legally due, mm and fees and debt collection fees for an example if he calls you he will charge you 18 rents mm-hmm. uh, SMS he will charge you 
write an email to charge you. You call him, he will charge you. Hey, you guys are killing us. Now more debt. Now. On uh, top of debt. You know, give you statement, <laughs> he will charge you. And those fees exclude VAT. Mm. And then when they, they, they put... But it's less. Call is 18 rand. But Yeah, but when you're calling me three times a month... <laughs> <laughs> but that one, you know, strategical consumers have to say, look, uh, now I'm entering this agreement. I will pay. Mm. Please don't call me. Mm. Yeah. Don't send me thank you for payment because it's charging me. Mm. Call me if I don't pay or if you yeah. don't receive yeah, payment. Yeah. Then that will less their, 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 their payment. And remember, the interests which you have asked me, mm. you pay them in terms of, of the Prescribed Rates Act. Mm. Let's say it's a doctor's account. Mm. Then the, rate, the, the, the interest will be in terms of the prescribed rates. Mm. Then if it's a credit agreement or an agreement which stipulates the interest, then you'll pay interest in terms of their agreement. Mm. And also, in terms of your credit record, let's say you do you had a ba- bad credit record in the past, yeah. and you pay off your debt. Does that record hold you hostage for the rest of your life if you've already paid the bad debt? Will that um, information or that history always be there, and could it be uh, a bad thing for, for you for future purchases? Uh, there is amendment on the National Credit Act. You, if okay. you pay and settle your debt, it can be removed. If if you settle it today mm-hmm. and then you prove it to the credit bureau today, mm-hmm. it can be out of your record. All right. It's 8.52. You're still listening to SAFM. This is the Forum at 8 with me, Benjamin Mushat. I'm standing in for Sakina. Uh, let's hear from James for VidBank. James, your thoughts? Yes, good morning. One question. A debt collector, has he got the right to come into your house? Wow, that's a big one. Have you had a, an occasion <laughs> no, like no, that, James? No, 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 uh-uh. I don't. I don't need people like that. Mm, okay. That, uh, that's just uh, this. My question: Has he got the right to come into your house? All right, that's a good question. Yeah. Good day. Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much, uh, James, Bye. for the call. And, and I think we can extend that. Uh, uh, it can sound very much uh, a pathetic con- uh, uh, question, but. You know, you, you get especially those uh, tracers who are tracing your car, looking where your car is. Is that, is that legal? Because <laughs> people are now invading your privacy as well. Yeah, you see, uh, debt collectors have a right to visit you. Um, wow, I didn't know that one. That's debt a big collectors surprise. cannot visit you. Let's say with a car, you see, with a car uh, written outside, let's say it's my debt collector, mm-hmm. debt collectors parked outside your house. Mm-hmm. That is to embarrass you or to come to work. And then okay, I come okay, there and okay. ask your supervisor with a T-shirt written, Mavasa debt collectors. Okay. Then everyone will know right. now you are meeting a debt collector. It has to be an agreement, arrangement that um, uh, I come to your, to your workplace, to your, to your, uh, to your house. Mm. And then another thing is uh, debt collectors can those tracers mm. tracers uh just understand the word is tracers they trace <laughs> yeah they trace. but they trace but how do they even trace because sometimes it's it's an invasion of privacy for some people it's an invasion it's you. an invasion of privacy but legally okay yes they cannot they cannot trace you outside the law mm. They say uh, tracking your phone, your car, and all that. They cannot do that, okay. but they can trace you. Because they're able to trace you where you are, where you, <laughs> you are. You are the, because that asset belongs to that line. Mm. Yeah, the car. Uh, yeah, ma- you know, my mom is a, is a debt collector, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's, it's very interesting that we have, because we ha- I have these conversations of, you know, where does where does it get blurry in terms of uh, uh, privacy and yeah. making sure that it's yes. very very it's legal. A debt collector should respect mm. the rights mm. of a consumer, more special privacy. You know, otherwise we will have a useless constitution mm. if. The other laws supersede the constitution. Mm. If privacy is invaded, then that is illegal. Let's get Kleino from, uh, uh, I'm not sure where she's from, but I know she's a debt collector. Uh, your, your thoughts, Kleino, there on our conversation. Thanks for calling us and taking the time. Hi, how are you? Good, good. I'm very well. This is Tindile, and I'm known as Kleino. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, my story is that 
Uh, usually people, uh, as, as, uh, as Mr. Mabasa say, they are taking the contract over the phone. So, like, you are taking, uh, let's say it's a contract over the, it's a phone, mm. it's a phone. So people, they thought maybe if you broke, the, the phone broke down or if you lost that phone, you are no longer owing that a company. <laughs> That's not true. People, they should understand that there are terms and conditions. You still have to pay for that phone even though you, you don't have it. Mm-hmm. And also because people don't think the issue of insurance is important uh, in, in this regard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even, 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 even sometimes even if it's insured, but mm-hmm. it's not insured like it won't pay. You won't pay for any, like anything, any cent after that insurance. Maybe other insurance they mm-hmm. insure it maybe. Uh, a certain portion of amount, then that insurance, you have to still pay for it, mm-hmm. even if you have insured it. We we come across all those cases, and mm-hmm. like this one of saying, this is now it's festive season. We know we don't want to confirm our ID numbers over the phone. Mm-hmm. There are scams and fraud and everything, all those things. And they are at work. You have mm-hmm. to that person must confirm the ID number. What, what, before you continue to disclose the information. Sure. Then I want to ask you what, a question, and, and I think sometimes we take it for granted. What are the challenges for you being a debt collector? Because I think sometimes we just drop the phone on you guys, and sometimes we are very rude to debt collectors. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Those challenges, you face them every day. Mm. Like, you're disturbing me, I'm at work. Why did you call me on my on my work landline? Mm. Why do I have to discuss my private matters on the... Then you tell them that, okay, I try to call your phone. Maybe mm. you, you ignore it. Maybe I try to call other uh, relative numbers, mm. but this is the one that I, it, called, it went through. Mm. Well, thank you for giving us your call. We really appreciate it. That's a, a nice call to, to get and very relevant for this uh, conversation. But I want us to go back and and look at uh, maybe four points before we wrap it up. We've got around two minutes left. Mm. Four points to actually be financially healthy and, and get out of debt. Just give us a, a bit of your, your advice, Tekani. Yeah. Uh, you see, today life, South Africans are, are slaves. Mm. They are not in chain but in debt. Mm. And that is bad. Mm. So planning is very important. Like the SMS you read that mm. day. You know, they pay the school fees mm. for next year. Yeah, yeah. That is very responsible. That is what we need. Mm. You, ha- you must have a proper financial planning. Mm. If you can't able to pay your debt, approach your credit providers. Mm. Tell them. If you don't inform them, the trouble is coming. You're going to go to court. It's going to be handed to debt collectors. Mm. And, mm. and then it, it will go to attorneys. Mm. There will be judgments against you. Mm then your life will be a mess. Mm. You will need financial help at some point to, to do some other projects or for the advancement of your children's life, like mm. education, mm. then you don't have that help because you are at the credit bureau. So it's better to act. Once you, once you see that this is coming, act. Mm. And uh, let's get the details for maybe uh, different services that you can get that can help you. Let's start with yours and also the credit bureau if inquiries are required. Uh, for us, our website, which is user-friendly, is www.cfdc.org.za or people can just Google Council for Debt Collectors and follow the link. Mm. Uh, our contact number is 12 9808 and then uh for the other one which is credit bureaus mm. uh that reviews mm. is national credit regulator it's www.ncr.org.za the number is 0861-627-627.